there's always the thought of planning the next trip, adding another stamp to the passport, and seeing a new space that you can mark off your personal list, exploring different areas. When the pandemic first hit, few changes came about, but it didn't put a hold on flying, especially at the start of it, because they were offering cheap flights. At that time, you could fly to Jamaica for $100 round trip, have the whole flight to yourself. Some people were brave enough to still go somewhere and still head off to their destination of their choice in the heart of it. Being LA-based on the outskirts, LAX is a major airport I go to in my peripheral. And it's always an experience I can't forget front to back flying and arriving there. First off, finding someone to drop you off can be a challenge by the terminals. From the minute you pull up, you have a moment to get your luggage together. You have to be a moment maker before the airport chaperone comes out to get you to keep the flow of traffic moving. Just to stay out of everybody's way now, I just leave my car at the airport parking now. Let them babysit it for a few days. I don't know where they put the car, though, because spots be limited. It'd be like seven spots, two of them already taken by the employees. They already got dibs on them. They'll find a way, though, even if they have to use their own garage at their house. It's a hustle. That's how they get their checks. Then you take a trolley over to the airport like it's Universal Studios. You got to head over to check your luggage after to see if you need to put the bandana sticker on it to send it off. If you're a light flyer, you can shove all your things into a carry-on to avoid the carousel when you land. But if you're traveling heavy for a few weeks, you got to do the scale check to see if the bag's over 50 pounds and you may be subject to additional fees. I've seen people start taking out clothes for it to weigh less, like they're trying to get only a pound of carne asada, but the employee too heavy-handed off the first go. When you head over to TSA, you know they're expecting a set of rules from you. Don't let them say anything twice. They be saying their script on a constant loop. I empty out my pockets while I'm in line approaching them. Even if it's a stranded penny, I'll flick it off. I don't want any issues with the squad. You got a laptop on you? They wouldn't mind if the person in front of you hands you a bin to get you situated early on. Get creative because the bins be stocking up on the conveyor belt if the group on stage don't time their TSA search routine properly. The bins were revolving like Krispy Kreme donuts before they get ready to put behind the hockey glass. Then you go stand in the TSA oven and lift your hands. And don't you dare move while they're sending that ray of light over you. That could be the stressful part. Once you get to the food court area, you get a chance to chill and camp out for the flight. Airports be making that money off the food court. Even if the Popeyes there is, is double the price, they know you're about to spend money anyway because you can't go anywhere else unless you sneak in food on the flight to save money. Food that doesn't leave a strong smell, though. Not anchovy pizza, tuna, and kimchi at your meal prep where you can expose yourself and bring attention to you on the flight. There's apps where you can actually pre-order your food from the airport in line and pick it up on your way to the gate without breaking stride on your route. Depending on how early you get there, you just be waiting for your boarding group to be called, like when the DMV call your number up to a booth. As soon as the boarding group is called, people will blitz the booth to see how they can get a good seat on the flight. Even if you group C, people will be ready when they call group A, 1 through 30. If you checked in late the day before, chances are slim. You might end up sitting in the restroom. You can reach for the bar refreshment yourself since you're so close to it. Whenever the flight attendants would bring the refreshments bar down the aisle, I make sure my neighbor would wake me up if I fall asleep. Whoever it is, I'll peer pressure them into that agreement. Tap my forehead like preachers do their members when they put an olive oil on them to pray for them. Different airlines be having different things to offer. 
people will still take Spirit Airlines, but some be acting like they'd rather be shot out of a cannon than to take Spirit to their destination. When it comes to airlines, there's different versions like the Old and New Testaments in the Bible. You start from where you would like to be up on. Snacks included is always nice, but I wish they switched it up sometimes. Maybe a California roll, some beef jerky, some sunflower seeds. You know, spice it up a little bit. It's like pretzels are their emergency contact because they rely on those all the time. I love to hear the announcements before the flight takes off. Tell me the table of contents over the intercom so we can know exactly what to expect on our trip. Plane seating is not taken lightly. That window seat is number one in the nation out of college. Everybody wants it. If you get stuck in the middle seat, they want sole ownership of the armrest. At least the window seat can get a good view so the whole row can come together to try to make it fair for everyone involved. You get the seat at the end, you'll be doing sprints, getting up and out of your seat for people that need to use the restroom, which could be tough sometimes during turbulence. One time I did the smooth criminal lean, trying to hold on while I was standing up. Especially when they say we're approaching a patch of rough air. That's a warning to stay still and don't move. But you got to stand up and stretch your legs and your arms or else your arms will go numb like when you're cuddling with your lady and she's laying on your arm. I like when pilots crack jokes in between the ride. It makes it more entertaining. Once you finish reading the books, when you're done with the movie options, you slept four times. Sometimes you'll even read the airline brochure if the flight too long. So on-air entertainment is always appreciated. I love it when a pilot lands on point. You don't hear a squeak out the bearings. Sometimes people will clap when the plane lands like it's a poetry slam. I'll send you off with a round of applause like you just blazed the stage at the Apollo. Pilots love acknowledgement at the end of the flight. They'll be waiting at the cockpit booth like grooms do their bride for some praise from the crowd. They know you're rushing to get to the carousel for your luggage, but taking the time out your way to compliment them, they don't mind. Baggage claim. You have to scout for your bag like a sports agent, like Rich Paul. You can't pump fake. Some bags be looking alike. But once you get your bag and once it pops up, it feels like getting your car back after having it be in the shop for a long time. You're just glad to have it back. Whether you're traveling for work, celebrating for a birthday, or just doing a solo dollar trip for your own excursion, having the chance to travel, you can take back home memories that you could share with your family and friends, expose yourself to new perspectives, new views, and different cultural backgrounds based on where you want to go, it's real serious. 